Welcome to the Word Bible Study with Pastor Dan. Yeah, and I'm excited for everyone who decided to have a Bible study with me today. I started preparing this message like a week and a half ago. Nan is my witness on this. I got, I got to pull other people into this so that they know that I'm telling the truth. But I set this whole sermon up. I prepared it. I got it all ready. And then Stefan got up on Sunday and he must have been In talking. In the two minutes he had. <laughs> yeah, because we didn't even have service. We didn't even have service. But he like wanted to confirm that we're both listening to the same Holy Ghost. So he literally touched on this on Sunday for a minute. And I, uh, I was staring at Nan the whole time like, he knows, he knows I already had this prepared. But I wanted to take a second today. We're going to talk about being courageous in Christ. Does anybody notice that this world can be a little crazy sometimes? Everybody, yeah, yes, you guys so. have seen that. Like, I don't yeah, know. That's yeah, there is, there's a lot of craziness in this world. And especially if we're going to be Christians in this world that doesn't look at like Christians as a good thing, then we've got to learn to be courageous with Christ. So we're going to take a second and we're going to talk about what Stefan talked about on Sunday. We're going to talk about Joshua from Joshua chapter 1. Anybody know who Joshua is? I should have had him in the slides today. I could have let you guys guess if he was Disney or not. Joshua, he is, you, you do know him? You know Joshua? You got to meet him? You're yeah, that old. <laughs> but you know about Joshua, right? Who is Joshua? Let us know. Oh, no, that's Joseph. You're getting oh. the J's mixed up. But you're close. Everyone was Joshua. Joshua. <laughs> <laughs> no, Joshua was the guy who took over after Moses? Yeah. Yes. Joshua, in the Bible, is he's got a really weird place here because who knows about Moses? Like, I just asked about Joshua and I'm like, yeah, but when you talk about Moses, everybody knows who Moses is. Moses was like, the Bible superhero. Like, he wrote the first five books of the Bible. He wrote the Torah. He wrote the, the book that the Jews are still only concerning themselves with because that's how high they hold Moses in their esteem. So Moses was a very special person. He got to see God face. He got to deliver the people out of Egypt. He got to bring them right to the doorstep of the promised land. And he put up with them all this time into the desert and all of this. But Moses is not the one who gets to lead them into the promised land. Joshua is the one who actually gets to fulfill the promise that God gave Israel. And I, I feel like God put this on my heart today because this is exactly where we are today. We are the next generation. We are the ones that are going to fulfill the promises that were given to our parents, that were given to this church. These slides are acting up, aren't they? <laughs> what are we going to do? What are we going to do? You guys are going to have to take my advice. This, we're actually reading from Joshua 1, 1 through 9. But it says here in Joshua 1, 1 through 9, After the death of Moses, the Lord's servant, the Lord spoke to Joshua, son of Nun. He was the son of Nuns. Did you guys know that? Like he must have been Catholic. I didn't know that. But he was the son of Nuns. Moses' assistant. He said, Moses... My servant is dead. Therefore, the time has come for you to lead these people, 
the Israelites across the Jordan River into the land that I have given them. Moses is dead. And he calls Joshua, now it's your turn to lead these people. Now Joshua, he had watched these people fight back against Moses. He watched Moses drag them through the, the wilderness for 40 years. He watched all of these things take place. And now God's telling him that he's going to have to be the one to do that. You're going to have to step up in front of the whole group. You're going to have to be the one who tells people, come, we got to go this way. we got to go that way. We can't do this. We, we're going to have to march around this city seven times and be quiet before we can yell and make the walls fall. He's the one that everybody's going to look to when there's a problem. <laughs> that is exactly our role in this world. If you're living like Christ, this world will look to you when they have problems. And you'll be able to lead them just like Joshua does here. I promise you what I promised Moses. That's what he tells Joshua. I promise you what I promised Moses. The Bible is a book of promises. We know that God made several promises to Abraham. He made promises to Isaac. He made promises to Jacob. He made promises to Moses. And now he's telling him these promises are going to be passed down to you, Joshua. And we know in the New Testament, it tells us that we inherit those promises. Right. If we believe in Christ, we're heirs to Abraham. Right. So everything that was promised to Abraham, which I love to get off on, so I'm going to have to keep myself on track here. Because anytime I start talking about the promises of Abraham, like you got to go read Deuteronomy 28. you got to go read what God promised him. He promised him you'd be the head and never the tail. You'd never have to borrow, but you'll lend to many nations. He told me, you'll always be on top and never the bottom. These are the promises that were given to Abraham that are handed down to you when you believe in Jesus Christ. Right. But now, if I don't know that, and I don't put my faith in that, then that's not going to come true. If I, if I believe that I'm just rolling the dice out here in this world, and that God's not really taking care of me, and if I don't make the way, then it's not going to work, then that's, then that's where my faith level is, and that's where I'm going to be living. But when I understand... That these promises are in the word of God. That's why I'm encouraging you. Go read it for yourself. Go see what those promises are. Because just like Joshua is fulfilling the promises of Moses. We are going to be fulfilling the promises of Abraham. Wherever you set your foot. As a matter of fact. We're fulfilling these promises right here. These are the promises given to Moses. They were passed down to the children of Abraham. And again all the way down to the believers in Jesus Christ. Wherever you set your foot, you will be on land I have given you. Wherever we set our feet, we will be on land that God has given us. From the Negev wilderness in the south to the Lebanon mountains in the north. From the Euphrates rivers in the east to the Mediterranean Sea in the west, including all of the land of the Hittites. Sorry, that was, that was a lot of pronunciations. I was pretty proud of me. Yeah, thank you, thank you. <laughs> no one, and this is verse 5, nobody will be able to stand against you as long as you live. For I will be with you as I was with Moses. I will not fail you nor abandon you. That's God's promise to you guys tonight. That nobody in this world will be able to stand against you if you're a child of God. 
as long as you're alive. And that God will be with you the same way he was with Moses. You know, God was with Moses in a mighty way. Moses got to see the face of God. And he talked to Moses face to face like a friend. That's what the Bible tells us. And that's exactly the same promise that we have today. That we get to have that relationship that Moses had with God. I will not fail you, nor abandon you. But here's, here's what God requires from the people of Israel. This is what he was asking of Joshua. This is what he's asking of you today. Be strong and courageous. We are representing the king in our life. We can't live in a manner like we are rolling the dice in the world. I can't walk around with my head down and say, well, my life's bad, things might not work out, because I'm representing the king. So i got to be strong and courageous. i got to know that my life's taken care of. i got to know that God's got my back like he had Moses'. So there's no time for me to act weak or to act scared or to act like I don't know if I can do this. It's time to be strong and courageous. Today is when we're going to get the promises that were given to our ancestors. Today is the day that you get to fulfill God's work in our world. But it's going to take you being strong and courageous. For you are the one who will lead the people to possess all the land I swore to their ancestors that I would give them. So again he tells them, be strong and very courageous. Kind of sounds like God doesn't like weak people. I'm just kidding. God loves everybody. That was a trick. That was a trick. You guys up for it. <laughs> but God wants us to be strong and courageous. Right. He doesn't want us sitting around weak. He doesn't want us worrying about the future. He doesn't want us having anxiety and stress. He wants us to be strong and courageous. My last job, I saw an opening for a robot tech position. I never went to school for robot tech. Like, I never learned how to work on robots. But I knew it was an open opportunity. It was going to be more pay. It was going to be a better position. And it was something that I, I wanted to do. So I prayed about it. I prayed about it. I went to God. I was like, God, if, this, if you want me to do this, and you're going to be with me in this venture, then open a door for me. Open a door and I'll walk through. Like, not even 20 minutes later, the boss come walking in. The owner of the building was standing next to me. Now, I couldn't tell him, I know how to do this job, <laughs> you know, because I didn't know how to do the job. But, I, but I'd seen it. I'd been around with it. I was a little familiar with it. So I went over to him, and it was like God put the words in my mouth, and I told him, I think I can help you, and I think that I can help fill this position, at least until you find somebody else. And he was like, yeah, all right, and he walked away. And I started praying about it. Like, I felt the Holy Spirit come on me, and I'm like, all right, God. I'm sitting there working. I turn around, and he's standing behind me. And he's like, you know, I was thinking about what you said there. And I'm like, yeah, my God's at work. My God's pulling strings that you don't even know about. But he's like, you know what? I think I might actually have you do that. So I could have acted like the world and been like, but, you know, I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to do this job. But I know that all wisdom comes from God. And if God can teach somebody else, then he can teach me too. So I jumped in there with both feet. Within a week or two, I'm programming robots. Everything's running smooth. Bosses are happy with me. Like, life's going good. But it required me to be strong and courageous. It required me to think, I'm not on my own. Right. God's got my back. God's on my side. So I can take this step 
And God's going to make up the difference in it. Right. He says, be careful. Now, so we got to be strong. We got to be courageous. Then he says, be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you. Do not depart from. Divert. Do not divert from them. Deviate. Deviate. Anybody else want to guess? Anybody else want to guess? I know it's written up there, but we can all take turns guessing. Do not deviate from them. Thank you, Nan, for being able to read. Let's give Nan a hand for being able to read today. Thank you, Nan. So we're not going to deviate from what Moses has taught us. We're not going to turn either to the right or to the left. But then, if you are strong, you are courageous, and you are careful to obey the word of God, then you will be successful in everything you do. That's a pretty big promise, guys. Right. To be successful in every single thing you do. In verse 8 it says, study the book of instruction continually. You know why we're doing Bible study on Sunday? Because I want you guys to be successful in everything you do. And here we have a promise that if we study the book of instruction continually, we meditate on it day and night, so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then, only oh then, you will prosper and succeed in all you do. In all you do. That means if I want to be a good basketball player, I need to read the Bible? Yes. Yeah. Because if I want to be successful in everything I do, then I need to be reading my Bible. I need to know what those instructions tell me. Thank you. That was, that was an awesome sound effect. They added to it. It's almost like me dropping the mic up here. This is my command. Again, guys, how many times has he said this year? We read like eight scriptures. Again, he says, this is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. I don't know if I'm even allowed to talk about it, but we just went through a long time there where our world was filled with fear. Anybody feel that? Everybody remember when every leader house, no one would hug anybody, no one would even talk to you, act like you were weird if you walked up and smiled and said hi? Like, that's not what this book calls us to be like. Now, I'm not saying that we should be silly and <laughs> go hang out with sick people. I'm not saying that. But at the same time, I can't live my life in fear. Right. Because I'm called right. to more than that. Amen. Within eight scriptures here, three to four times, he tells us, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. If things aren't going the best in your life, don't be discouraged. God's kind of, he's kind of opposite. He likes doing that. You give, you get blessed. <laughs> you seek and you find. He, he does things to where we don't really understand. If I'm having struggles in my life, naturally it tells me I should be discouraged, I should be upset. But God says, if you don't, if you don't get discouraged and you don't get afraid, I'll bless everything you do. For the Lord, your God, is with you Wherever you go. The same promise that he gave to Moses, he's given to us today. Man, why don't you play some music so they think I'm stopping? You guys worship today. 
I promise if you guys worship, I'd end early. I don't know if I'm going to be successful in that. I don't know time. Oh, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. All right, guys. Give yourself a hand for worshiping and earning this. But I want us to be courageous in Christ. I want us to walk through life courageous. If you got a school that you think you guys want to get into and, and everybody's telling you you'll never be accepted in that school, we should be courageous. We should apply. We should put ourselves out there. If there's something that God's put on your heart to do, nothing should stop us from achieving that goal if we're walking in confidence and strength. Hebrews 3, 1 through 6 says, And so, dear brothers and sisters, who belong to God, so he's talking about us, brothers and sisters who belong to God and are partners with those called to heaven. And why don't you play, uh, why don't you play the song that we played in the beginning? The, uh, famous one. So dear brothers and sisters who belong to God and are partners with those called to heaven. So it takes a little more than just belonging to God. You also got to be a partner with the church. You got to be a part of the body. Think carefully about this Jesus whom we declare to be God's messenger and high priest. Think carefully about Jesus. We just did a, a, some guys in the Bible again yesterday. I'm going to talk about that a lot. I, I love the some guys in the Bible that we've been doing. But we did one yesterday and it caused us to think carefully about Jesus. We were talking about how do we know the Bible is true? And in that conversation, we got into Jesus confirming the scriptures. And we had to take a second and focus on who this Jesus is. And that's what Hebrews is telling us to do here. It says, think carefully about this Jesus that we declared to be God's messenger and high priest. When I say that God's going to go with you so you can be courageous and strong, you should think carefully about this Jesus. Who is this Jesus who's going to go with me? Who is this that's on my side? Who is this king who's fighting for me? Fighting for you? He's God's messenger and high priest. For he was faithful to God who appointed him, just as Moses served faithfully when he was entrusted with God's entire house. Just like Moses, but Jesus deserves far more glory than Moses. Just as a person who builds a house deserves more praise than the house itself. For every house has a builder, but the one who built everything is God. Isn't it? It's, you know, some people get confused on this Jesus God. How do you put that any clearer? Think carefully about Jesus. The one who built everything is God. Moses was certainly faithful in God's house as a servant. His work was an illustration of the truths God would reveal later. Moses was told about the promised land, but he never got to go there. He never got to see it. He never got to walk in that place because he was waiting for the Messiah. They were waiting for this Jesus character who was going to take everything to the next level. But he never got to see it. 
His work was an illustration of the truths that God would reveal. His work was just a setup for what was really going to take place. And now, they had fire that followed them at night. They had a cloud that followed them by day. They had God's presence in their sanctuary. And he's telling us here, that's not as good as what you've got. It's not as good as what we're getting today. Because even though Moses did great things, and he did have God's presence in him, that was only an illustration of what we get to actually live in today. But Christ, as the Son, is in charge of God's entire house. And we are God's house. If we keep our courage and remain confident in the hope in Christ. We're right back to that courageous thing again. Even in Hebrews, all the way the other side of the book, he's still telling us, you belong to Christ. We can't take that lightly. He's in charge of our house. And we are that house. As long as I look like a house that's built by Jesus. I got to look like a house that's courageous and strong and part of the kingdom. I can't look at like a ran down house that's been broken and beaten apart by this world. Because that doesn't bring glory to God. But I'm going to be a house that's courageous and confident that I know that my hope is in Christ and He's going to be with me wherever I go. Today, God is with you. He's with you in your life. How many of us know God doesn't actually want bad things to happen to us? He's not just a mean God. He wants to bless your life. He wants you to have a great job. He wants you to have good money. He wants you to be able to give some of that money back to the church. He wants you to have a blessed and amazing life. But you're not going to if we're not going to be in his house. I've got to be here. I've got to, I've got to think about the word of God constantly. Sometimes it's hard to think about the word of God when I'm at home, Netflix chilling. <laughs> Ain't nothing on there that's going to make me think about the word of God. There is. There's something. You gotta look, but it's there. But I know when I come here and a man of God stands up here and reminds me about the Word of God, that I'm gonna be meditating on what that word says. It's gonna build up my faith. It's gonna encourage my spirit. It's gonna it's gonna produce confidence in me that I can stand up and do what God's called me to do. I gotta quit talking or else I'm gonna be a liar. While we stand up, let's stand up. Because I know the more that we spend time with somebody, the more we act like them. You hang out with a bunch of country boys, you're probably going to be hunting and fishing, doing some stuff like that, right? Yeah, if you hang, if you hang out with, with a rapper, you're going to be talking really fast. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to come home with a grip. You are what you like. You are who you hang out with. That's why I want to hang out with my brothers in this house. I want to become like my Christian brothers in faith. But I know more important than anything, if you spend time with Jesus, you're going to start acting like Jesus. You're going to start being like Christ. Christ was courageous. Christ was confident. 
When he spoke, they said, we've never heard anybody speak with such authority. He didn't act like he was wondering who God was. He told us, the only way to him is through me. I want that confidence in this youth group. I want you guys to walk through life confident and strong like that. When you guys roll out of bed in the morning and put your feet on the ground, I want to hear the devil say, oh no, he's up. He's up. He's about to attack my kingdom again. Because he sees that when we're confident and strong, we're his house. And he's going to be with us. So we're going to turn the lights down. Brother Terrence, will you hit that light switch over there? And we're going to take a couple of minutes to spend some time with Jesus. I got you guys out early today anyway, so we can spend a couple of minutes with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And let's let Him build up your faith, build up your courage, strengthen you. Even if right now you feel strong, there might come a day in your life where you don't feel so strong. And it will be times like this that you'll remember. Times that you spent in His presence that changed who you were. 